Father, take a step forward as we take a step back. Speak, Holy Ghost, as you will. In Jesus' name. If you love him, can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 If you have your Bibles, if you can go to 1 Samuel 30, we're going to read verse 3 through 8. I want to say happy Father's Day to every father in this place. Can you give uh, the fathers a hand clap in this place? God bless you. Bless you. Bless you. We thank God for you, your sacrifice, and your commitment to your family and all the things in God. Uh, this morning, I'm going to speak to the men, but it's not only for the men. Because where men are strengthened, fathers are strengthened, by default, the whole unit is strengthened. Women, I want you to understand that there are things that come by default in your strength when men are strengthened. It's, it's not a language today because there, there's so much that needs to be re-established. But there are things that when the man is strengthened, the, the father is strengthened and is sourced and is in alignment, you can flow well. So I'm going to talk to men, but I'm not only talking to men. Because as I talk to them, I talk to you. I say, as I talk to them, I talk to you. This morning, I want to encourage our fathers. I want to encourage you. I thank God for you. We thank God for you. I say, we thank God for you. Give them one more hand clap. We thank God for you. We thank God for you. I want to strengthen you this morning. I want to encourage you this morning. I'm going to go from the subject like father, like son. Like father, like son. 1 Samuel 30. We're going to read verse 3 through 8. So David and his mighty and his men came to the city, and there it was burnt with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters have been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no power to weep. And David, two wives, Anon and Jezreel, uh, excuse me, the Jezreelites, uh, the Jezreelites, <laughs> and Abigail. Yeah, you need scholars to say some of this stuff. And the widow, Nabal, and Carmelite. Carmelite, two wives, excuse me, have been taken captive. The widow, Nabal, and Carmelite have been taken captive. Now, David was greatly distressed. He was what? For the people had spoke of stoning him because the soul of the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Verse 7, then David said to 
the uh, the M3rd the priest Emlech son please bring the effort here to me and Abathar brought the effort to David and David inquired of the Lord saying shall I pursue the troops shall I overtake them and he said and he answered him pursue somebody say pursue come on say it again pursue for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all father we thank you for speaking this morning we say speak on holy spirit in jesus name if you love him can you say amen i'm going to attempt to do this message without being emotional and because there's a, a cry in the bounds of men. There's a cry in the bounds of men. Because we desire to take care of our families. We desire to take care of ourselves. We desire to be who we're called to be. However, we've been ostracized and captive by the world and the systems of this world based on what we don't do and what we don't have. And there are expectations, premature principle, that usually are expected from men and fathers that uh, put pressure. Somebody say pressure. Pressure. If I take the temperature of the fathers in this 21st century, the pressure valve is so is so tight that the lid can blow off any time. And we have a place where we have to understand that men need help too. Fathers need help too. They need encouragement too. And, and you, you have to realize that there are elements of the adversary because he, he knows that he has to get to a certain person in the order of God to get the God. I want you to listen to me. One thing that we have not properly understood about the mind of God and the government of God is the equation that keeps God out of society. There's an equation. There's a what? I want you to hear me because, see, you got to know what the adversary is after. You got to know what he's what? After. And, and I want to help you understand what he's actually after. See, we have lightly taken the order of God uh, uh, and we make it a light thing. But you have to understand where there is no order, there is no honor. And where there is no honor, watch this, this is the big thing, there is no power. Well, I'm going to say it again. Where there is no order, there is no honor. Where there is no honor, there is no power. Without the church having power, without the family having power, you are defen defenseless to what the adversary brings. You will always find 
where there is no power, you are what? Defenseless to what the adversary brings. So the adversary knows if I can deal with the order, I'm going to deal with the honor. And if I can take the honor, I got the power. And I know if I have the power, you are de defenseless to what he wants to bring. He don't have to kill you if he can distort you. He don't have to kill you if he can use you. Don't, don't get it twisted. So what if this whole thing would have been, was always about order? What if this whole thing was about order? The reason why we have the issues that we have in the church, because it's an order issue. And where there is no order, there's no real honor. And what I mean by order, that means that principle has to be in order. Principles have to be what? In order. Without a family order, you, you will see the dishonor. That's why even Jesus said, honor your parents, honor them. At least you, you, you make your life short. Now, why would he take it to that degree? That's how serious he takes what? Order. So understand what the adversary is after. He's after the, 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 the disintegration of power. Because if you don't have the right power, you, you are the, the family is the defenseless. So where you've seen a defenseless family, you've seen the disintegration of order. And when you've seen the disintegration of order, you've seen the disintegration of honor. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So we have to understand. This is why Malachi 4.5, I'm going to paraphrase. He said, listen, and uh, I shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the what? Fathers, least I come and smite the earth with a curse. Now, why is he making it that hard? Why is he saying that? That, that decisive. He's saying, I have to return the hearts of the fathers back to their children and the hearts of the children back to their father. The spirit of Elijah. I have to return order from a pure place. Because without order, there's no honor. And without honor, there's no power. You will never find power where there's no honor. The power of God rests on the truth of God. The power of God rests on the, the truth of God. So you have to understand, there will never be power. I'm talking about the authoritative power. The Bible says, I've given you power to trade over serpents, all scorpions, all the powers of the, how much? How much? All of the powers of the enemy. So the reason why it seemed like the body is defenseless, why churches are defenseless, because the order has been deplenished and the honor has been deplenished. And now we see no, no power. You, you, you have to understand God is calling each and every one of his children to understand what you've been given. So David comes back from war, comes back from, from fighting, battling. 
And I'm going to break this down for you. And he realized that his sons and his daughters, his wives, have been taken captive. And the Bible says that he wept. They wept till they could weep no more. They wept till they had no power to weep. I want you to understand, when it comes to a man, especially a father, his job, his livelihood is for his family. It's his livelihood. It's his livelihood. It's for his family. And one thing that will, can, can hurt a man, that can harm a man, is not knowing what to do with a responsibility that's been given. Let me help every child out because everybody in here has been a child to a father. Let me help you out. Don't ever think that a father gave up on you first. Let me help you. Men do not give up on you first. They give up on themselves first. A person, a man, a father will never give up on you unless he gave up on himself first. That's why even the rule in marriage, the Bible said, love your wife as you love your, which means you can't bypass you. How you love her is depending on how you see you. By default. Don't ever think that they, they de despise you because you're looking at them living life without you. No, 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 no. They did not despise you. You're looking at someone who did not have an answer for you. And sometime, instead of dealing with the regret of not knowing how to have an answer for you, it's better to leave you alone. They, we think it's better to leave you than destroy you. Y'all better hear me. It might be better to let not, not even entertain you. At least I destroy you with me. What if my fear was to destroy you with me? I, I might have been scared to destroy you because I'm destroyed. You will never find a man who will give up on somebody before he gave up on himself. If a man gives up on something, he's given up on himself. You don't give up on, you, you, you don't give up on if you haven't been given up on. So we have to understand that the, the men need encouragement. We need what? Encouragement. Do you know how many times Fathers, this is why I come to encourage you. How many times inside they wanted to give up? Because if I don't know the answer, it makes me wonder. We thank God for fathers today, but many of us are fought. We have not had the support of a father. And, and, and that father still needed a father. But don't get it twisted. See, it wasn't personal toward you. It was about me. It was about me the whole time. Love your wife as you love your. Love your neighbor as you love your. You will never get out of someone where they don't love them. Where they don't love themselves. 
That's why God trains us to forgive. Helps us to understand. This is self-inflicted. This is what? It's self-inflicted. And so what God has to do is help the man. Because remember, if the man stays disarmed, I got to strike the earth with a curse. Unless I can redeem the fathers back to the sons and the sons back to the father. I, I have to get order back. For me to get the church back in their power, I got to get the order back. I can't bring power where there's not order. Because where there's not order, there will not be no honor. My people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Can you say amen? So David was greatly distressed. He lost things. He lost, he lost the very important thing that was to him. Family. Children. Greatly distressed. A man called to lead. Now stuck with loss. A man called to lead, now stuck with loss, ready to give up. Everybody gave up around him. A man called to lead. If you, see, 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 see you, you got to understand something. See, you are the responsibility. I can even separate myself from God as long as I've got my family. Oh, y'all, you're missing it. But when I lose you, when I, when I feel like I lose you, I feel like I lost everything. Men were called to be the responsive, responsibility, the steward of his family, the foundation of his family, the source of his family. The what? The source, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, socially. The source, the source, the source. This is why we have need. We have need for so much encouragement because there's so much responsibility. There's so much that we can break under the weight of the responsibility without the training. Without the training, it, 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 it's too much to tell me what I'm supposed to be and I don't have the tools to be. To the women, we want to encourage you and help you. To the men, nobody's asking. Just what do you, are you not taking care of your business? What if I don't know what is my business? Church after church, we struggle with men. Not all. We're losing the foundations. We thank God today for foundations. We thank God today for what? When you encourage what a man is, you encourage him to be more. When you encourage what he you encourage him to be 
Don't forget that. If you celebrate me in what I do, you can encourage me to be more than what I am. But if you despise me of what I'm not, and I don't have the tools yet, you don't know, I will leave myself and then I'll have to leave you. You thought my leaving you was about you. Ah, Y'all missing it. My leaving you wasn't even about you. Most divorces was not even about the woman. I'm going to get back. I just got to help you understand what the real problem is. It wasn't about you. It was about me. It's what I could not have come to in me. I don't give up on you unless I gave up on me. Well, you say, well, you seem happy. Well, that's seen. That's why you see pride in certain areas. That's why you see brokenness in certain areas. That's why you see all kind of dysfunction in a lot of areas. Why? I've learned to hide around my pain. I've learned to masquerade my pain. I've learned to stand up in it because I haven't found an answer to get through it. And I know, I know, I know, I know what you, I know what you think about me. The pressures of life for a father and a man is beyond what you can imagine. Why? Because the responsibility is beyond the principal asset of the mind of a man. So we encourage you today. We encourage you today. Come on, give them another hand clap while they're there. Thank you for not giving up on you. Thank you for not giving up on you. Because if you give up on you, you're going to give up on me. Don't give, no, 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 see, it's not about you. Thank you for not giving up on you. If you give up on you, you gave up on me already. The reason why you can't see me is because you can't see you. That's why, see, the pastor tell you all the time, I don't pray for heaven. I pray to see me. Every day. No, no, no. I'm not praying for heaven. I got to see me because if I don't see me, I can't see you. I can't see my family. I can't see my wife. I can't see my children. If I don't see me, I better see God. I better be aware of the God for me. If I don't know him for me, why would I know him for you? Appreciate that man for what he do have. That with all the doubts and the fears and failures, he's still there. He's still there. He's still, he's still standing in misunderstanding, standing. Not knowing what the next day be, but standing, struggling in his mind, but standing. Somebody say, appreciate that man. So the enemy knows that I have to get to the foundation of a father 
And if I got the father, I got the family. Because if I get the family, I get the city. If I get the city, I get the world. And I love when women start to stand up because they have to. But without principle, they could stand up too tall. And if we switch roles, if we switch roles, I know, you got to realize why we're in, we're disempowered, we're disenfranchised. You wonder why, Pastor, keep going back to the family. Why am I going? How, how can we fix the church if we don't plug the issue? Why the water keep going out the tub? Plug it. You got to stop it. We got to plug the issue. Men don't wake up every morning wanting to do the wrong thing. But who is encouraging them to do the right thing? We've had a switch in society. We had a switch in society. Most of us grew up looking at the man take care of his family. That's all he had to do. Take care of his family, come home. He might grab a beer and go sit on TV and watch TV. But he was taking care of his what? Family. Mama knew her role. Daddy knew his role. Everybody was cool and everybody good. Eating gumbo, eating some potato salad, and everybody was good. They had their thing. They had nobody. They didn't, they didn't break up much. But society started to change. Something started to shift. And it's nothing wrong with a woman being all that she can be. But if that woman become all that she can be without the principles associated with the man supposed to be, there is a social undermining. There is an undermining. You had somebody to walk you through. To encourage you that you can do it all. Go to school. Take it. Be that girl. See, see strong mama? You see strong mama? But where was the daddy? Where was daddy? Encourage that man who stays. See, see, there's advantages. There are many disadvantages. Are you hearing me? Do you think I would have took the road if I had it? I'm not talking about the, the man. Do you think he would have took the road as a son if he had it? Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Of destroying a man who just needs to be encouraged. Can you say amen? Fathers, as an extension of what God is calling you to be. And we thank God for what you have already. But it doesn't mean that we haven't lost things. Sometimes 
We can have strong suits in certain areas, but God is calling you to be an extension in all areas. Somebody say in all areas. You can't, we're finding out that we cannot just be what it used to be. We can't just source the home and chill out. Because now the woman got a job too. And there's nothing wrong with that. Actually, that's, that, that, that's a great thing. Now, we don't control the woman in that thing, but it's a great thing. Because we're one. But it doesn't mean that she don't consider me in the decision. It still come to the groundwork. It's the ground floor. So there is establishment. There are core competencies associated with fathering. And it's not easy. But even if we're winning in some things, it doesn't mean we're winning in other things. And it's the things that we're not winning in that God want to encourage us in today. Can you say amen? There are some things that God wants to encourage you in today that you need to take serious. You got to take serious because the adversary has depleted the family because these things that's now needed, now needed. You, 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 the, the, the mentality has to shift. It used to be I come home from a hard day at work and I'm like, girl, fix me some gumbo and some, some soup. I keep saying gumbo. That must mean I need a pot. And, 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 it, and it happens. You know why? Because I worked hard. It's, now, but now both of y'all coming in the door, fighting to get between and in the door. So where do he find his value? If I don't find my value in what, I, what provision does to make you happy, where do I find my value? Men are secretly, secretly in pain because they feel disvalued. Where do I find my value? So the problem is we haven't understood there is more to the story. Money is not the only one. I say money is not the only one. I say money is not the only one. What if God called you to be decisive in principle, in mental, in psychological, in understanding? Somebody say the extension. The extension principle. I want to teach you a little bit about this extension principle. Go with me really quickly to Isaiah 48. Isaiah what? You have to realize that it's, it's more to it than what we have been thinking it's about. But we have need for sourcing you. We have need for sourcing the family. The biggest need that we have for sourcing it is because our name is on it. Y'all ready? It's because our what? Our name is on it. Sometimes. My children say uh, their name, full name, and I, I say, wait, wait, you are, you are my, you do have my name. When my wife say, I'm a Bernard, I'm like, whoa, like you really have my name. If I'm not careful, Jesus, you, 
It ain't made me get, hold, hold on, girl, I got something for you. You got my name. Hold on, no, take my card. You got my name. But a man wants to win. A man wants to, if my name is on it, I'm not going to lose. He wants to what? Win. He was designed to win. He was designed to what? Win. You, don't tell me my name is on it. See, don't despise my name. That's all I have is my, y'all bet. That's why Jesus said, protect your name. You know why? He, he, see, see, because you have to understand that this extension I'm about to tell you about. It's about the name. It's about the what? The, 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 the name. Jesus takes his name serious. You know why your mama didn't let you out of the house? Looking crazy? Because my, you're not, what she said, you're not going to make, whoa, so what did I have to do with you? Ah, y'all coming into it, y'all coming into it. Yeah, yeah, it was about a name, and when a man feels like things are falling apart, I would rather back up than deal with the consequences of a bad name. Your name is on me. If I fail, my name is on that. If I win, my name is on that. You have my last name. You, 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 you have my name. So we have to understand Jesus even protects his name. <laughs> Jesus. What did I say? Jesus even what? Protects his name. The Bible says that for his name's sake, He'll save, not on this one, for he, he'll, he saves us for whose namesake? I'm going to paraphrase. He, he saves us for whose namesake? His namesake. You keep thinking your, the forgiveness is just for you. No, he's saving you for his namesake. Because if I let you go in the way you look, and you don't look like my name, When David saw his family gone, he saw a disintegration on his name. He saw what? You took something from me that my name is on. You took something from me that what? Now, there are many things that's been taken. You gotta understand that, that, that see the defilement of a man. See, the goal of the adversary is to bring a man to shame. To bring a man to what? Because see, in shame, you start to hide. What did Adam and Eve do in the garden? Because of what? Shame. Why did they get? Why did they get to the point of shame and hiding? Because they did not respect his name. They did not what? Y'all, can we go a little deeper? 
When I came to the altar, you have my name. I'm, I'm, I'm the source. No, 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 no. See, see, I know you want to say God is our source. No, 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 no. But see, God helped me uh, responsible for being your source. I, 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 I've, I've done, by the grace of God, I've done counseling with you. And I say, no, 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 slow, slow down on the God. Let's deal with this source. Because if you keep going to God before this source, understand the source. God can't respond to you. Oh, Jesus. See, you want to put everything on God, but God has already established the order. He's established the what? No, 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 no. So you don't get to see like that until this source can source. All right, I, I, there's a lot I want to say. I don't have the time. I got 18 minutes. You have to understand. You, you got to get it. You have to understand that God has designed you to be a source because he's a source. Husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church. He did this for it. He did that for it. He did this for it. He does that for it. He said, listen, don't even come to pray to me unless your wife... I don't even hear your prayers unless you've sourced right. I know we don't like this conversation, but I come to encourage our men. Deal with them with understanding. How you deal with them. Because what I saw about it, if you deal with them that way, you wasn't dealing with them, you was dealing with me. And if you were dealing with me, you was dealing with yourself with me. So every time you deal with her like that, that's how you deal with me. You're missing something. You're missing something. Love her as Christ loved the. So she is the church. Ah! And if she's the church, I. If she is the church, does the church have problems? Does the church have issues? Does the church need mercy? Does the church, that the church got all kinds of stuff in it. So if the, she's the church, I got to learn how to be the God for the church. I come to encouragement. I, I, but, but, but I thank God for what you have. But I'm going to help you understand the gaps. I'm going to help you understand the gaps. I want to encourage you. What did you say? What did, what, well, they don't sound encouraging. You know what's encouraging? Because I'm going to teach you how to win every time. I want to teach you how to be the God of the God. How to win every time. How many of y'all want to know how to win every time? Come on, how to win every time. So for his name's sake. For my name's sake, I will defer my anger. For my praise, I will strain it from you so that I do not cut you off. See, sometimes God thinks, do things for what? His name's sake. God wants to save you for his name's sake. What about your name? Can you say amen? Now, the issue we're having. Ah, Yatura, da, 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 da. Uh, I said Isaiah, right? Okay. 
Somebody say for his name's sake. God, watch this, watch this. Let me teach you something about the name of God. His name. Go, go real quick to Proverbs, excuse me, Psalms 138, 2. Now, why does a man need to protect his name? Why does a man need to protect his name? Why does a man feel the way? See, see I want to help you understand, men. Why do you feel the way you feel? You were designed to be like that. But I'm going to help you understand why you feel like the way you feel. Why do you feel to protect your name? Why don't you want your name to look like a certain thing? There are types and shadows in Christ and God that we can see. You ready? Watch this. I will worship you towards the holy temple and I praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word. You have magnified your what? Your word above all of your name. Now, I want you to understand something. I want you to understand something. The words of God points to the name of God. The name of God points to the character of God. So based on the word, we'll determine the name. Because once you get to the name, oh, y'all got it. This is the difference between the anoma of somebody saying in the name of Jesus and somebody saying in the name of Jesus. See, some in the name of Jesus don't work on demons, but some do. What if the question becomes, well, why does that happen? How do I use the name of Jesus here and it didn't work? And then I use it here and, and somebody, it, somebody else, it worked. Because you have to understand the character, the anoma of the Jesus name. When you come into the word, of the name to the totality of its character you get the outcome yeah. okay maybe this is too deep yeah, yeah, hear, hear what i'm saying hear what i'm saying hear what i'm saying let, let, let me put it in layman's terms when you do something wrong it's making me look bad because you're saying my words were wrong <laughs> you, you're making me look bad because now if you use my words and my name is on you you make it make my words look bad. But if my word was good, my name, y'all better hear me. My name will get the outcome that it was designed to get. So when the man looks at his name and it's not working out right, he knows his words are not right. This is why the Bible said, Jesus, that clock goes so fast. Or maybe I just got too many notes. This is why he said, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. My people perish for the lack of what? Knowledge. Why knowledge? Why knowledge? Knowledge of what? Of what? The word. The knowledge of him. The knowledge of his word. Because if he put his name, his word above his name, it's the knowledge of his word. Because if you get his word, you'll get his name. And then he says... Because you rejected it, I have to reject you being a priest of me. Somebody say we're priests and kings. Go ahead and put that up there, Isaiah uh, 48. I'm sorry, no, not Isaiah. Uh, Psalm, uh, no, 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 no. 
tell you what, we don't have time. I, 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 because you reject enough, I have to reject you being a what? Priest of me. Now, why are you a priest? What do priests do? Priests are designed to come into his name by his word. Priests represent the people to live out the word for his name's sake. So if we are priests and kings, he's saying, I can't use you as an example of me to re represent me. Because if I put my name on you, that means you're living by my word. All right, let me close this down. So the problem is, men, that God is trying to give us the right words so he can fix our name. And if you can come down to getting the right word, there are gaps in things of our lives that God is saying, I'm proud of you for that you stood, but I need to fix the part of you that you don't understand. And I need your word to be my word. Because if you get and change your words, watch this, you're going to change your name. Ah, Y'all better hear me. And if you change your name, how many of you know names mean something? When you hear about the Dr. Kings, all the kings name. It don't matter what kind of game. You can be a bad king, right king, black king, white king. As long as you are a king because of one man, one man set the tone for his name. Kennedy, if you're Kennedy, I used to be at events. I say, like, look at these bad Kennedys. These Kennedys, they, they running around. You, you can be a white Kennedy, black Kennedy. It doesn't mean because you're a Kennedy. You represent a name. How much more the church and your house was supposed to represent a name? That's why God said, I'm going to make your name great. Y'all better hear me. I, I got to make your name great. How does he make your name great? He makes it great by his word through his name. That's why the Bible says, that's why the Bible says, a man who communicates, oh, I got to get this, I got to get this to you. I got to get this to you. Are y'all staying with me this morning? Now watch this, watch this, watch this. There, there it is, there it is. Go, go to James 3.2. Go to James 3.2, watch this. I need to show you this. Somebody say his name. Come on, see, you got to understand. The word of God, you can test the word of God. You can test the authenticate, to authenticate which word are you using. You know how? By testing the name. Is the name getting the effect of what the word said it was supposed to get? Is the what? Name getting the effect of what the word said it was supposed to get. So God's name is his total character. But he, high, he puts his words above his 
name because if you know the word by default, you know the name. For we all stumble in many ways, in many things. If anyone does not stumble in what? In word. He is a what? He is a what? Perfect man, able to also bridle the whole body. Next. He's a what? Perfect. Somebody say perfect man. He's able to bridle the whole what? Now, what I want you to understand, the Bible says, if you don't stumble in what? Word. How many of you know words build and words destroy? So words is a vehicle to a character. All right. Words are a vehicle to a name. You know somebody because of what they did in word. And you name it. So God is saying, if you know how to be skilled in the words that you use, your name will be great by default. So the adversary has been using fathers to bend the words that's been bending their name. So he's bringing restoration to his word. Let me close it with this. David, the Bible says David was distressed because they wanted to stone him. You know why they wanted to stone him? Because we've been listening to your word. And we come back and everybody's at a loss. So I want to stone you because of your name. I got to stone you because of, and your name is showing your character. So why did your character put us in this situation? Why did you put us in this? So let's stone you. You are the leader of this. How many men feel stoned because you are the, you feel stoned. You, you was the leader of this. I followed you and you led me nowhere. I followed you, and you led me to this. You led me to that. You only went so far. You only did this. You only, and he was greatly distressed. Greatly what? Distressed. God, why I can't never get it? Why I can't never provide? Why I can't never get it right? See, this is the cry of a man. God, why I can't never lead right? Why I can't never source right? What's wrong with me? But the Bible says he considered God. He what? He encouraged himself in the what? In the Lord. He said, bring me the ephod. You know what the ephod is? Okay. The ephod is something from the Old Testament they used to put on. It looks like an armor. And they have 12 stones that represent the 12 tribes of Israel. And then you have the Urim and the Turim. <laughs> Urim and the Turim, the light and the knowledge of God. And then you got the incense. So they put the ephod on. 
It's how they communicated with God back then. So watch what I say. He encouraged himself in the Lord. And he said, bring me the communication element to my God so I can consider his will and what I need to do next. I need to know. I don't know. I don't understand this. Things were taken from me, and I need to know, God, what shall I do? Because I can't depend on my own understanding anymore. It's messing up my name. It's messing up my name. I can't depend on my own understanding. I, I, I need to know what to do. Bring me my evil. The Bible says he asked God, hey, God. What shall I do? Should I go overtake them? The Bible said God responded, yes. Ah. Men, you have to communicate with God before you know what to do with your family. There are parts of you that you got it, but there are parts of you that you don't. And you got to communicate with your God and not lean on your own under standing because the devil knows if you are disenfranchised in power he can use that to use the cracks against you for everything else that you need it's bigger than money now they found the way to get that what else do you have to facilitate your manhood Somebody say the spirit of God. There's a type and shadow of a family from earth and from to heaven. Learn to take your place in a realm of the spirit. Learn to what? In where? If you take your place in the realm of the spirit, your family will be without. They will never be without. Take your place where? Because you're an extension of your father. That's why Jesus would say, I only do what I see my. He only did what? what? God is calling you to only do and what you. So the ephod helped David to see. What his father would do. Greatly distressed, ready to give up like Elijah. I quit. Some have quit. But God is calling us not to quit. I say God is calling us not to, not to quit. If we're going to take it to the next level, men, and I want to encourage you, it's time to take it to the next. It's time to take it to the next. I know you've been providing. I know you've been there. But now it's time to take it to the next level. I appreciate you for what you've done, but it's time to take it to the next level. God wants you to, he's calling you to take it to the next level. Bring me the ephod so I can communicate with God. Shall I go and take my stuff back? Yes, you will take it, you will pursue it and you shall recover it all. You shall recover Many of us are about to recover some things you never recovered in your life. Your daddy didn't recover. Your mama didn't recover. You're about to recover. Somebody say, I'm going to cross that bridge. You have need to recover. You have need to recover. 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 Recover the communication. 
Recover the relationship. Recover the relationship with your children, with your spouse. You've got things to recover. No longer can we just be there to provide. They're providing. They, they, they are. The dominant factor in you is the spirit. The dominant factor in you is what? I encourage you and what you have done. But there's another level that God is calling you to. There's another level that what? David lost. But in loss, he learned to win. Sometimes you're not going to be encouraged by everyone. But you've got to learn to consider God and encourage your Y'all better hear me. You might be in the corner, but you got to learn to what? Encourage. Stop waiting for your wife to do it. Stop waiting for your friends to do it. Stop waiting for your teachers to do it. Stop waiting. No, no, no. Learn to encourage yourself. And when you get there, consider God. Why do you need to consider God? Because when you take his word serious, your words will be taken serious. And if your words are taken serious, watch this. Your name is changing. If your word is perfect, your name is changing. The architecture of the finished work is the name of Jesus. That's why every knee have to bow. Every tongue have to at the name. Why the name? Because of the word. The reason why things are not bowing to your name because of the words that it, that's coming out of it. Take the defilement out of the word and reestablish the word and you will get a, you'll have a great name. Don't you leave that name the way you got it. Oh, y'all better hear me. Don't you leave that name the way you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know y'all family. I know y'all, I know how y'all do. No, 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 you don't know how we do. That stopped with me. Oh, y'all better That stopped with me. No, no, no. We got a new generation of this name now. I'm so sorry. Come to this family reunion. Come to this spiritual house. Oh, no, this name is blessed now because somebody done stood in the gap and is running down the bloodline now. Don't you stay in the name that you, the way you got it. No, 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 no. This word is too good for that name to be, don't know, to not be right. God is saying, men, I need you to some, come and interface me so we can change your words. The biggest problem with the things in your life, I got to change your language. And if I can change your language, I can change how you're being seen. If I can change how you're being seen, I can change what earth is giving you. You have need to get in the word. Somebody say, get in the word. Women, stop all the cornal stuff. 
push that man to the word and encourage that man to the word. If I can tell women to do one thing, encourage a man to the word. See, you don't realize if you encourage him to the word, watch this, he going to encourage you. <laughs> if you push him to the word, he's going to love you beyond what you can ever think of and imagine. Why? Because he can't love you outside of him loving Jesus. If he don't know Christ, he can't know you the way he needs to know you. When I first met my wife, I said, girl, do you love Christ? Because I got to follow him. If I don't follow him, you're in trouble. That's what I told her. You're in trouble if I don't follow him. Make a decision. You, I need one that can roll with me. I'm not, I'm not that one. I'm not those good men that do good without Christ. I want you to see good. You know, yeah, I just, no, no, I'm not that one. I'm not that one. Don't give me that. No, I'm not, no, no, no. Maybe they were trained like that. I'm not that. Sweetheart, I've come to the point to know me in God. I cannot do it without him. Can you follow him? Because if you can't follow him, this is not going to work. I'm decisive now. Because for me to protect you, I got to... Ah, I got to know what's good for me. I'm no good with it. No, 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 no. Don't you think that I'm just a good man? Stop it. That's why Jesus said, who are you calling good? Only God is good. Don't you give me no good. No, only God is good. We need him. I say we need him. And everywhere I haven't found him, I'm not going to find my name being great. So if I want my name great, I better know his name. If I want the name to be great, stand to your feet if you can. God is restoring the name. God is restoring the name. Fathers, we love you. We thank God for you. But your children need to know they got a greater name. They got to know and respect that name. I can be because of our, our name. It came through God. It's a name. It's a name. It's the name. Come out of your own understanding. Come out of the pit of failure and come into the presence of the Lord. God can restore things quickly. Fathers, men, if you're online, I encourage you for what you've done. But there's more today that God is saying, I'm calling you to. And I want to restore your name. I want to restore your name. When your children grow up, they're going to know this name started with this person. Because somebody stood in the gap. It's enough shame. It's time to restore your name. I say enough with the shame. It's time to restore your name. If you feel shame, learn to give it to God. 
I said, if you feel shame, learn to give it to God. When you don't know what to do, go to God. If you don't know what to do, go to God. When my father and my mother forsake me, God restores me. God takes care of me. Well, why did I, I don't have the training and the teaching? You know, no, 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 no. God is training you and teaching you. Bring me my ephah. Bring me the line of communication. I know I don't see what that looked like, but bring me the line of communication. He's going to show me and he's going to tell me that I should recover it all. Lift your hands, close your eyes really quickly. This is the good news. God is calling. When you change your name, hearts will be delivered. But the first way you're going to change your name is giving your shame to God. Giving your shame to God. God is calling fathers. He's calling you. He's calling you. And he want to source you. He want to source you. You have strength, but you have need for greater strength. It can be confusing. I know you cry secretly, but he's calling you to come deeper with him. He's calling you to come deeper with him. We don't give up on you today. We encourage you today. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord. We stand with you today. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord. We stand with you today. Every father, come up and meet me up here real quick. I want you to stretch your hands toward them. Stretch your hands toward them. You're looking at foundation. You're looking at source. You're looking at someone who's called to sustain. We encourage you today. We encourage you today. We encourage you today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every man up here. Thank you for teaching them to stay. Stay in confusion. Stay when they wanted to give up. Stay where they misunderstood. Thank you for teaching them to stay. To stand strong. I know, I know, I know. It's so much, so much, so much, so much. If I would have known better, I would have done better. But today, God, we encourage you to stand and say, And God, I pray right now that your anointing, your power, embrace them for the ride with you. Touch them. Encourage them. Touch your sons right now. Come on, pray for them, saints. Pray for them, saints. Jesus. Thank you, oh God, for touching your sons. Thank you, Lord God, for releasing confusion. Thank you, oh God, for touching their hearts. They're crying for a father, too. They're crying for a father, too. Where is daddy? God is saying today, I am that father. 
I am that source. I am that sustainer. You don't have to live in the confusion. Just stay standing. Stay standing. Come in with me. Father, I pray that you bring a spiritual effort to them. Clothe them with your glory. Clothe them with your love. Clothe them with your power. Clothe them with your might. I pray. That you turn it around for them. Thank you for turning it around for them. You will not be what you came from. You will not be what you come from. I speak life over you today. I speak life over you today. I speak life over you today. You will not be, you're going to be an example. You're going to stand. You're going to learn. You're going to develop. You're going to teach sons. You're going to walk strong and mighty. You're going to take care of your family mentally, spiritually, emotionally. You will stand in the midst of confusion, in the midst of hardship, in the midst of pain. You will stand. Many have given up. Many have given up. But we thank God for you for standing. Thank you for standing. Father, I just pray that you cover them, that you keep them, that this few will turn to many. They will turn to many. And their sons and their daughters will live to don't know that they have a name, that they shall worship a name above every name. Because of their last name, they know how to get to another name. I thank God. We pray. We pray that every battle, every battle and every defeat, we lay it down. God is going to arm you. You're going to make him your priority going to make him your priority. I know people expect you to do what you never learned to do. But the Spirit of God is there to teach you what you're supposed to. So today, we commit ourselves to the Father. The Father that never leaves nor forsakes. Father, right now, we break every adolescent, fatherless bone. Let me die in these men right now but i still believe it's you told us you'll never leave us nor forsake us and i pray that they take their stand today that they come to the vulnerability and the capability of your grace bless their life keep them producing them Help them see. Help them hear. Help them interpret your divine will. Just pray for one minute for me.
We give you praise. We give you praise. If I stay strong, we give you praise. There's no reason doubt. We give you praise, God. Turn that up for me just a little bit. We give you praise, God. You're working it out, God. You're working it out, God. I don't have to depend on my own understanding. You're working it out, God. Father, thank you for restoring their identity. Thank you that you're restoring their identity in themselves. Help me love me. Help me love me. Help me love me. If I can love me, I can love you. If I can love me, I can love you. Then I'm so tired. Pray for your fathers. Pray for them. Let them teach them, God. Teach them to love you so they can love themselves. Teach them, God, to love themselves. If they learn to love you, God, they're going to love me by default. The Lord will perfect oh, Father, touch the men. Touch your sons. Teach them the grace that comes in life. I thank you right now. Let every word, God, penetrate their heart. We break every defilement. Every defilement of mind, spirit, every attack of the enemy. They will not be depressed. They will not be distorted. They will be strong and mighty. And they will recover all. Recover their families. Recover their children. Recover their money. Recover their life. God, recover them. Restore this. Thank you. And claim your season to turn around. For turning it around for us. Thank you for never leaving us. And all for sacred. In Jesus' mighty name. Fathers, we cannot be fathers without being loved by your father. We are only as loved our family as we're loved by your father. Like father, like son. And even though we're sons, we're fathers. We're sources. We can only be as a source and a loving father as we learn to be loved by him. I will never go beyond my heart of being loved by your father. Every single day, check your love temperature. Do I feel loved by my father? And as a father, if I feel loved by my father, if I'm aware of my father's love, by default, I love my family. It's a direct, it's a direct response of being loved. If I don't learn to be loved by my father first, I try to fight for my family my way. And I destroy my family my way. But the word of God came to deliver us and redeem us. So Father, we thank you for redemption, for freedom, restoring order back to your house. Bless these men.
keep them. In Jesus' name. Come on, give God a hand clap. Give them a hand clap. Bless you, mighty man. Bless you. Bless you. Hallelujah. How many of you were blessed this morning? How many of you understand the extension element of God? How many of you know the devil is alive? You know why he hides around those things? Because he don't want you to be merciful. Remember, it takes mercy to come into grace. So if he can keep you in pain about people, not knowing that people are actually against themselves before they're against you. See, it changes the narrative when you know that you're against yourself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When I understand that you're against yourself, I, I, I learn how to be merciful for you. And I learn how to submit to a father. Can you say amen one more time? Come on, give the fathers one more hand clap. We honor you today. At this moment, we're going to prepare to receive our tithe and offering. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. As you are preparing your tithes and offering, we can listen to our announcements as we prepare. Hallelujah. All that God is doing here at Believers Connection Church. Stay tuned for our weekly announcements. We would like to take this time to welcome all of our visitors. We are honored that you chose to fellowship and worship with us today. Please see Maya and Jalea in the lobby immediately following service for your thank you gift. Give your tithes and offerings by texting GIVE to 214-214-4055 or online at believersconnection.org. Join us for our discipleship training class as we continue our series on spiritual disciplines. Discipleship training is every Sunday from 8.45 to 9.45 a.m. here at BCC. Listen and subscribe to the Believer's Connection Church podcast on all available podcast platforms. We invite you to join us for corporate prayer and intercession every Thursday at 7 a.m. via Zoom. Join us every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. for Bible study via YouTube, Facebook, or here at BCC.
Join us for our Sunday morning worship service every Sunday at 10 a.m. here at BCC. Service can also be streamed on the BCC website at believersconnection.org. Join us for BC Live as young adults from around the Metroplex unite to experience an incredible move of God. Services are every Friday at 7 p.m. with an after party to follow. I promise you do not want to miss this. Just a reminder that our monthly ministers and staff meeting is next Saturday, June 25th from 10 a.m. to noon here at BCC. Registration is now open for the 2022 to 2023 school year and Camp Braveheart Summer Camp Program hosted by Braveheart Christian Academy. BCA is for students ages pre-K three through sixth grade. For more information, visit braveheartacademy.org. Did you recently join Believers Connection Church? Learn more about our mission and ministries at our new member orientation on Sunday, June 26th at 1.30 p.m. immediately following service. Now we would like to honor all of our fathers. Happy Father's Day from Believers Connection Church. You are loved, celebrated, and appreciated. Please see Vanja in the lobby immediately following service for your Father's Day gift. That's all for this week's announcements. Have a victorious week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you know what to pray for? Come on, how many of you know to pray for? Amen. Stand to your feet if you can. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Get your hands this way. I'm sorry, before I do that, let me set these announcements. Um, men, if you are not in the men's council app, uh, before you leave, we want to help you get in there. We're going to start putting announcements in there about our meetups. So we're going to be starting our meetups. Um, the end of this month, I believe, is the first one and going on uh, the rest of the months. So if you're not in the men's council app, let us know. And that way we can go ahead and add you in there. Amen. How I many you know it's, it's time for us to get together? Come on, drink some coffee and drink some Kool-Aid and Talk about our wives and girlfriends and recording and hallelujah. I say, ah, yeah. Eat some wings. Beat somebody in golf. Hallelujah. Stretch your hand this way. Father, we thank you for this gift that you've given. Bless it, God. Bless your people. Thank you for their life, God. Thank you for what you're doing inside of them. Thank you for awakening them this day, that their spirit is aligned with your spirit, that we are one, and we know all things 
have been conquered in you, God. So we are more than conquerors today. We are more than conquerors today in Christ Jesus. Thank you for all that you are and all that you're doing. Father, bless your people. Father, I pray that there's a door open for them today. There's a door open this week. Father, we even curse. I don't know why I feel cursed. We curse poverty. How many? Come on, lift your hand. We curse poverty. Poverty mindset. Poverty relationships. We curse it right now. We break cycles right now. We delete the foul of poverty. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you for abundance. We thank you for abundance. Come on, say, God, thank you for abundance. Come on, it's time to change your language. Thank you for abundance in my life, in my family, in my home, in my relationships. Thank you for abundance. I stand on that and I believe that today. We thank you for that abundance right now, ahead of time, because we're in time. Right on time, Jesus. You're an on time, God. You are on time, God. You're eternal, God, and we thank you. I pray that blessing, that opportunity, that door is open to your people. We call the devil defeated. I say we call the devil defeated. You are defeated, and the blood is against you. So, God, every door that's been held by every demonic activity, we call it defeated, and we thank you for providing the way this day in Jesus' name. Come on, if you love them, can you say amen? I want to high-five everyone. Tell them they're blessed, and make sure that you honor a father, and tell them thank you. God bless you. Have an amazing rest of your day. Hey, she's right. I don't want to live.